Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Celebrate SENQ's arrival on digital radio each day this week. We'll have a $50 voucher to the Sporting Globe, Rabina, or Chermside to give away. Hills has been out there this week. Mm-hmm. All you've got to do is text us on the Love Family Lawyers text line 0467 736 736. That's 0467 SENSEN. And include the code word SENQ and you'll be in the draw for that great $50 voucher. We're going to talk to Katie Brown in just a second. Hey, I, wanted, I wanted to mention before the news we ran out of time on this day, February 24, 2002. Uh, the Winter Olympics ended in Salt Lake. Uh, I was over there for that one. That that one was very, very tense, Salt Lake, because of its proximity to 9-11. So security was as high as any of the nine or ten Olympics that I've covered. But there was a – and they kept us they kept us all under pretty strict control as far as going to clubs, pubs, and all that sort of thing. But the last night, uh, there was a lot of tents uh, operating, and they had the uh, – you know, they had a few of the lads that got out of control. Ooh. They didn't muck around the police. They shot them with rubber bullets. Right, eh? Said, home you go, lads. That's enough. So nice. all these high-flying corporates from the Budweiser's and all that sort of thing in the world, they strolled out into the uh, into one o'clock in the morning, and there the police were, home you go, boys. And they said, well, we're not going. We're going to carry on. They said, okay, we'll cop a bit of this. And show your wife that, Mark, when you get home. <laughs> they went home with welts all over them. Lots to talk about in, in league, but NRLW in particular. What a year they've got. Two premierships, an origin and a World Cup. Uh, we've got six teams. We've got a triple header in Newcastle Sunday to kick off the season. And Katie Brown from Seven and SEN is right across this. Katie, good morning to you. Good morning, you pair. Good to chat. <laughs> Cheers, Katie. You're not going to have any players left by the end of this year, by the way. You you might have to saddle up for the Kangaroos or the Jillaroos at the end of this <laughs> at the end of this year. Uh, have Wouldn't you... that be a sight? Yeah, no. Well, you've done it before. Talk us through your motivations when you. I think you were 28 years of age a few years ago and you went to uh, Dean Widdop, was it, and at the Rabbitohs and sort of said, any chance of me getting a game? Yeah, I think uh, it was basically I'd been watching the women and I thought, oh, the pros outweigh the cons. Sure, I'll get injured, but, like, <laughs> I'll learn a lot. And um, it paid off. I broke my nose in the third game. Uh, Dean put me in the middle. Uh, I learned how to tackle pretty quick, but it was such an experience, and I think it's helped my football knowledge oh, in leaps and bounds. It's um, and it's really helped, like down there talking to NRL coaches, and they say, "Oh, you, you've had a run. Like, how'd you like it?" And and that way, it almost used it to my advantage as a journo. Yeah, definitely. Have you always been a journo, Katie? You, you've you moved around a fair bit, eh? Yeah, I have always been a journo since I was. I think 24, 23, right. and I started under Paddy. So um, Harvey Bay at Channel 7 was my first journo gig. Right. And uh, took me under his wing, and he still got me under his wing, <laughs> and I hope for a long time to come. <laughs> Very good. All right, let's talk a little bit of work. Now, we do the boys or the girls first. What do you want to do first? Oh, we can we can talk about. I, I heard you talking about um, Latrell Mitchell and that loophole. We can talk about that because I feel like that is so inconsistent by the judiciary, but like so uh, typical of that by the NRL to happen. Yes, and uh, yeah. So, uh, 
What are the, do you want them tighter on the ones, the current ones, Reese Walsh and you know Brandon Smith, or uh, loose? They're more more accepting. No, I think they need to be more accepting. I can appreciate that. Sure, they're for off field, but I mean, I just think that because Latrell submitted an application, he now that game is counted. Like. Since when do we take into account those situations? It's becoming really personal. And I actually think that Latrell has a lot of power over the NRL because he's been in the limelight for a number of different things. And it's almost like the NRL don't want to be seen to always putting Latrell down. So I feel like they've taken the easy way out here and been like, oh, yeah, Latrell, of course, here you go. Like, we'll take a game off. Yeah, the All-Star should be seen as, as an NRL game. It's like, well... No, that, that actually counts for off-field and on-field. Why should it be any different? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, for Smith and Waltz, it, it is a little bit different because they are off-field. So that will go to Abdo as opposed to the boss of the judiciary. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that files out. I mean, I know Nathan Brown was pretty vocal about it yesterday. Hey, you spent your life recently at Red Hill uh, with, with the, the men's <laughs> and the women's teams. Uh, this rumour about Reynolds just won't go away, will it? No, and it's not going to go away until he puts the boots on and runs out there round one. And the thing is, anything can happen in between. He could go down at training tomorrow with a completely different injury. Um, I actually reached out to him last night. I said, mate, there's so much going on. I saw you train today. You were moving so freely. You were fine. Like, what is the go? And he actually mentioned that he reached out to different journalists who were reporting and got no replies. But He's not even sure where the whispers are coming from. What he did yesterday, he was kicking at the end of the session. I saw him running hard into the line. There was plenty of there was there was no I must say no hard tackling, but they jet like that was the entire team. He wasn't sitting out of anything. It, mm. like, he was doing extras, so I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, you're right, it's a mystery. And, and a lot of them, as I said in the show, that a lot of them are southern-driven. But it, it's going to be interesting. Who do you reckon will get the sixth spot? Can, can you do that? Just throw a southern blanket over them all and tarnish them all? <laughs> yeah. 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 Of course it's dangerous. Start get, the origin Don't get us in trouble, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually think I would like to see Billy in the six. And I've been pretty vocal about that since I got up here. I, I loved what I saw from him out of hooker um, in the trial against Wynnum. He's extremely quick. Um, got a great play the ball. He's just, yes, yeah, speedy, can find the holes. But then when he plays at six, I actually think he was the pick um, in that trial against Titans. And they were pretty woeful. The only thing I would say is Ezra's got that real X factor. But I just think he needs to play more footy at that cut level, or maybe he gets brought in with a safer environment because there's so much pressure on Broncos to perform in those early rounds, and mm. they will be on them all season. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right, and you're going to see it firsthand. You're going to be having to be down there at training virtually every day of the week. All right, NRLW. She'll it, be there, mate. You've just put a bit of pressure on her there again too. <laughs> you know, your rosters are coming <laughs> out soon, Katie. Now, <laughs> we'll talk NRLW, but there's a little piece in the paper today. I don't know whether you've seen it. Is, is it Samama Tufa? Taufa, yes. Tau, who can box squat 188 kilos. And she's lost weight. She's, she's lost, lost seven weight. k's of weight. That is amazing. Honestly, she is like a 
a truck, that woman. Um, <laughs> she is so fit. She has, like, revitalized her career as well. She was on the way out, I think it was 2019. She looked all but done and dusted. And then she's had a chat with Brad Donald, the Australian coach, realized that there's this new crop of young guns coming through, and she just has powered. And she's gone from roosters to captaining the eels. And, gosh, she played for Mounties in the Harvey Norman Premiership. Can chop another woman in half. Her tackle. <laughs> I was running away from her. <laughs> right. Well, what about what about Ali and the Bronx? I know they've lost a couple because there's new teams come in, and it's it's just natural shedding. I suppose you've got to share the load, and and a couple have left to go. So the Bronx, of course, are on a three premiership run. Yeah, I don't know how they get beaten. I've looked at the team list. Yes, Roosters could be a little dark horse, but I actually think the Knights are going to be. They've got the Kiwi first forward pack. If you look at the Broncos, Ali Brigginshaw is back in the halves. So the last time they played NRLW, she was actually playing lock. Mm. And Racine McGregor and Taryn Aiken were playing in the halves. So she said, well, now that I'm back, I learned so much at playing at that different position and feel like I'm going to be even better. She's got that much drive, uh, Dalian medalist. But they've kept their like main players, their spine is still the same. Um, Lauren Brown is in that hooker role. She was their goal kicker and playing centre and she played in the halves and she played everywhere. So I think, if anything, they're going to be more dangerous. Oh. Amber Hall's in the back row and she's an absolute weapon. Well, you talked about that, uh, the versatility of the, the now uh, dummy half, the hooker. Do you think, mm. go back to the men's Broncos, do you think Billy Walters and Albert Kelly could both play? Do you think Billy Walters could be a, an option for dummy half? Yeah, he could be yeah. an option for dummy half. He could even be 14. Um, and if you wanted to keep Albert Kelly in at six. Because I, I know Albert Kelly's got versatility too, but I don't really think I'd like him anywhere but six. Yeah. And get his running game going. That's what he said last night, didn't he? He sort of said... Uh, and you know, I've been told to uh, don't try to overplay it. Get your running game going, and maybe some little grubbers. Hey, the other one yeah. around, other round, one around yesterday, Sean Johnson, and um, his wife came out to surprise him. I mean, it's been, and I know he's only rejoined the Warriors outfit, but it's been really, really hard for these Warriors players. And I know you've you've been up at the Peninsula and you've done a few stories with them, uh, just. Living away from home, I know Melbourne Storm have done it, but they're in the same country. I mean, to have to leave their country, basically, to continue their, you know, to make a living. Yeah, and I think because when they signed with the Warriors, a lot of them thought that they were going to be based in New Zealand. So they're all, they're kind of here, but they're kind of not, if that makes sense. They are situated in Redcliffe and they're sort of trying to make that as homely as possible, but they know that they're going to go back to New Zealand at some stage. And so many of those families have had their partners and kids pick up their stuff and come over and base themselves in Australia. So that's incredibly difficult. To, I'm sure if you have children, like I don't have children, so I don't have to worry about that. But just picking up and leaving. And I think NRL <laughs> fans are almost quick to forget that the Warriors have probably gone through the worst out yeah. of anyone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, agree. Sean's happiest moment yesterday was when his daughter recognised him. You know, <laughs> yeah. she knew straight away that's daddy. So that that's good. Yeah. Um, have I you come up with? So you, chuffed about that. Yeah, that's right. Have you come up with a name for Magic Round, you girls? What are they is calling it? it be... Super Sunday, is oh, it? Right this right Sunday. 
Super Sunday. Oh, so yeah. Dragons and Titans yeah, at 11. Have we got tips? Who, who are you tipping between Dragons and Titans? Yeah, I'm going to go Titans. Mm. Um, except I didn't like that Georgia Hale's number 14. Georgia Hale should be starting lock, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I've gone Broncos over Roosters. Roosters. Yeah, that's a 12.50 yeah. game. And, and Knights over I've Eels. I've gone Eels. Oh. over the Knights. Well, you said the yeah. Knights might be the After you were talking up the, the Knights. They're going to be a bit I know, rusty. I know. I don't know if it's because I, I'm shocking. Um, I'm terrible at tips because <laughs> I go so subjective. Yes. Um, and Dean's the coach. And Dean's the guy who gave me an opportunity to play the league. So I can't go against him in round one. Right, eh? Okay. All right. Gotta have well, a little bit of faith. You'll soon learn by hanging around with me in the sports department at seven. There is no room for sentiment when tipping. Believe me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining Don't us. Don't ask me for horse tips, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate it, and I know you've, you've kindly offered just to join us every now and again and talk a lot of footy uh, because that's your life at the moment, and uh, we'd we'd love to have you on the show if you've got time to have a chat to us. Always for you, Pear and Mark. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. <laughs> Good stuff. Katie Brown there from SEN and Channel 7. Big she'll weekend. Be, uh, she'll be working tonight. Don't worry. She'll be there tonight. Um, <laughs> and someone isn't. That's me. You. Yeah, <laughs> a little day off today. Take I've got a day off today, yes. Good man. Katie, thank you very much. All right. No worries, Patty. <laughs> so, so we went through those games for the women on Sunday. It's a triple header in Newcastle: uh, Dragons, Titans, Roosters, Broncos, Knights, Seals. The the big ones, as far as Queensland interest is concerned, in the NRL trials. Um, they're not you know, they're not in in the NRL W. It's actually round one. Warriors, Titans at Redcliffe Saturday night, Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. Um, and then we've got the Bronx and Cows in Mackay Saturday night at 8 o'clock. So they're the big ones of interest as far Jeez, as our the Queensland fans. Cowboys go. are uppers, weren't they? Whoever was talking to the media yesterday, hey, don't like the Broncos. No, they hate the Bronx. Oh, they're they carrying them. on a bit. Oh, I reckon it's good. Come on, Bronx. Yeah. Towel them up. Yep. Brighton Homes open line. Brighton Homes calling all tradies. Don't remember, don't forget, uh, guaranteed weekly payments at competitive rates for brickies and chippies and every trade in between. They really need them at the moment, so call Brighton Homes. If you'd like to join us on their Brighton Homes open line, that's 13 13 55, but you can text us as well. On the Love Family Lawyers text line, love is all you need, 0467 736 736. That's 0467 SEN. SEN.